Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. I hope you enjoyed the weekend, wasn't it? Lovely weather and it looks like this week is going to be uh, full of good weather too. Uh, I was surprised this morning when I first got up and went out at how thick the fog was. Looking out of the window now, you wouldn't believe it. So sunny. Uh, but we have a good day in prospect. So shall we begin. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. So let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you. Now and forever. Amen. Now this morning we have Psalm 96, another wonderful psalm. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendour and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are his, sorry, strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendour of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established, it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy. They will sing before the Lord, for he comes, he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his truth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Oh, isn't that a good way to start the week with that psalm? Wonderful. And moving on from there, our New Testament reading today is from the Gospel of St John, and it's chapter 6, verses 22 to 29. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake 
realised that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realised that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. You are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. That passage comes just after the feeding of the 5,000, hence that reference to Jesus having given thanks and the bread that they'd shared. And actually, the day after Jesus had walked on the water in the storm when his disciples got into trouble. And so this crowd turns up in Capernaum looking for Jesus. And then there's this exchange between Jesus and the crowd and it struck me that um, here in this passage we have a recurring theme that we meet in John and that is of lack of understanding a lack of understanding in the crowd that turned up in Capernaum um, did they realize what Jesus was doing did they actually fully understand Jesus the Messiah, even though Jesus puts it in those words. Uh, what was it? On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Perhaps they were looking for what they could get out of the situation. They'd had their fill when Jesus fed them miraculously. And they came perhaps seeking more. But I think the biggest misunderstanding is right at the end of the passage. And it's made clear in the comment of the people, and it's important this, when they say, what works must we do? It's in the plural. To get what God can give us. It's as if they think that by doing pious works, they can achieve or earn or gain eternal life, life with God, life in relationship with God. And Jesus is very careful to say to them, there's one thing that God wants, and that is faith, faith in him, faith in Jesus and what he's doing.
They don't understand that it's a gift. Eternal life, as it's described, is a gift of grace by faith in Jesus. Paul sums it up brilliantly in his letter to the young church in Ephesus, in the letter to the Ephesians, uh, chapter 2, verse 8. Here's how Paul puts it. For it is by grace that you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We can't earn this. It is a gift of faith. But there is the question that will arise in some minds. Well, does that mean we don't have to do anything? And I, I suggest that works are important. They really are. But it's a question of motivation. Why do we do what we do? We can't earn God's grace. It's given freely. But what we do can be and should be, perhaps, the result of that giving through grace. That that prompts us to continue doing good works. Not as a means to an end, but as a loving response to the massive grace of God. Amen. So we come to our time for prayer this morning. And as normal, if you, uh, if you have any prayer requests to, to pop into the comments, please do. And we'll go through as many of them as we can. And they'll be there for others to pray with you. So let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low. And we leave a space now when you can pray quietly, or if you wish to pop something in the comments, that would be great. So, Lord, we pray this morning for, for our Queen Elizabeth and her family. Having lost um, her husband. And, and at the same time, Lord, we pray for all who have suffered loss during this last year. May they all equally know the, the comfort 
of your presence and your love in their lives. And Lord, with Roxanne, we pray for, for her husband taking care of her and the children and pray for God's sustaining love for him and for them. And again, Lord, we open that out to, to all families who are in this position. We pray for your comfort and your strength and your love in their lives, Lord. And with Leslie, Lord, we pray for Richard, um, having suffered that injury to his knee at work, um, soldiering on, going into work. Pray you'll protect him, protect his knee, Lord, that it can recover and it won't uh, get in the way of his normal life. And Lord, we all know others who will be in similar position, who are struggling just at the moment. And we pray for Anne, Stuart's sister, um, still suffering from that accident she had several months ago. Pray for your healing, Lord. And Lord, it, it's, it's lovely to have Naomi with us this morning and we do pray with her, with so many prayers being offered, uh, that as Noah comes into this last week of radiotherapy, and that at the end, uh, the family finally will be able to go home. What a joy that will be. We do thank you, Lord, for how you have acted over the time in this crisis for the family. And give you thanks, Lord, and praise you for your wonderful healing and your care and your compassion. And pray that at the end of this week, with Naomi, Lord, that, that um, Noah will be free from tubes and be able to walk out. That would be wonderful, Lord. We do thank you for that. And Lord, we do pray again with Roxanne uh, that she's suffering this pain in her mouth, Lord. And again, we pray for your healing and, and to, to show her how she can cope with this and how it can be removed. How the pain can be eased. Lord, for all of these dear people and for everybody else we know who needs it, we do pray for your healing this morning. And Lord, yes, we do pray for, for Becky Stuffel as she continues the, the process of recovery.
wouldn't it be wonderful, Lord, if when her fiancé comes over, she will be able to see him. We do, Lord, offer that to you and pray for her continued recovery for the whole family, Lord. It's such a strain being put on them um, as they look after Becky on her journey. And so, Lord, we make our prayers today that we may rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And so we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So once again, thank you for being with us this morning. And don't forget that morning prayer continues each day this week. And so I do pray that uh, as you go out into the day, you'll have a good day. Do stay safe and take care. And so let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, Christ.